Welcome to How Leaders Lead. I'm Kula Callahan here to bring you another edition of Three More Questions with David Novak. David, how's it going? It's going great, Kula. And today I'm really looking forward to this podcast because we're discussing my conversation with Steve Holmes, the non-executive chairman of Wyndham Worldwide and Wyndham Destinations. This conversation was so fascinating. I can't believe how many businesses he has been a part of in his career. It's absurd. Yeah, he's he's made multiple acquisitions, but he was the CEO of Wyndham and just built that into an absolute hotel empire. And he's a great leader because he really knows how to make things happen in a way that gets people engaged and want to work with him to really satisfy customers. I, I've always learned a lot every time I've had the opportunity to sit down with Steve. I love when he talks about how their rewards program is voted by consumers as the number one rewards program on the planet year after year after year. And I think he does that like in the episode he talks about by just being so consistent with his core values. So I'm excited to dive a little bit deeper into your conversation with him and get your take on some of the topics that you discussed with Steve. Are you ready for it? All right, let's go. All right, question number one. Steve talks about the importance of building bench strength, that is developing young leaders within an organization. David, what are some practical tips you have for leaders on how they can pour into other people in their organization, younger leaders who will one day maybe even take over the organization? Well, the first thing I'd say is do not have a boss mindset, have a coaching mindset. You know, bosses kind of tell you what you're supposed to do. Coaches help you figure out what you're supposed to do. And, you know, when you're interacting with your potential leaders, look at every opportunity you're with them as a coaching opportunity. You can coach them on the presentation they just gave you. You can coach them on how they might be better at finance or whatever their function might be. Uh, you can coach them on how they could have handled a situation a little bit more tactfully than what they did. But, you know, just use your experience and your know-how and be confident and share it with others and do that in a coaching manner. You know, I think the best leaders really take the development of other leaders as one of their primary accountabilities because they know that the best way to grow their business is to have great people making big things happen. So the more leaders you have in the organization, the better you're going to be. And one of the things that I did that I think others should consider is find a way to teach your, your high potential leaders what you know. I taught a program called Taking People With You. I did it with our top leaders all around the world. And that was something that was very, very effective. But I think when you have knowledge and you not have know-how, you need to share that with other people so they can learn from your experience. I love that. The shift that you mentioned, making that shift from boss to coach is so significant in a really powerful way, not only to impart your wisdom and experience to other folks, but also just to show that you're rooting for them. And I think that a lot of people lack that in their work. They feel like they don't have anybody rooting for their success. And so that shift, though it might sound subtle to people listening, is a huge shift that you ought to make as you think about developing people around you. You know, one other subtle shift is if you just think about, you know, having the mindset of rather than thinking that people work for you, you think about people working with you. 
And, you know, when you take that mindset as well, people know that you value them and that you're, you really believe that they can bring a lot to the party and also that you're committed. You know, remember this, you know, nobody's going to care about you unless you care about them. And, you know, once you let other people in the organization know that you care about them, they're really going to follow you and they're going to learn from you. And, and I think the, that's a very important thing for every leader to consider. It absolutely is. All right, question number two. There are several times in the episode when Steve talks about the importance of a leader's thought process. He says that the way you think is more important than educational credentials. What's your take on that? Well, I think the way you think and the way you put the runs and numbers on the board, I think that's what it's all about. That's what's going to get you the results that uh, you're looking for in your organization. You know, I think education is really, really important. I mean, it helps you get your functional skills down. It helps you get the base that you need to be able to perform. But education basically gets you in the door. After that, it's up to you to demonstrate that you've got what it takes to take the organization to a higher level. And you do that, as Steve says, by really being able to think through problems, come up with the right solutions, and then know how to get other people engaged so that they will do what needs to be done to move the business ahead. So I think Steve is on the money with this 1,000%. What are some of the things that you would look for as a leader as you assess other people's thought process? Like what are some of the, the top thinking processes, if you will, that you value? Well, I always wanted to see how people could diagnose a particular situation. You know, can they really define reality for their team? Then I'd like to see how they think through the possible solutions. And the best leaders really will show you that they looked at more than one thing. They've looked at three or four ways that you can really tackle the, this challenge. And then they really have a, a real strong recommendation for why they think that they have the right direction to go forward. And in this case, a leader is really demonstrating how they think through a problem and how they come up with the right solution. And then, you know, the other thing that I, I like to see in everybody's thought process is, okay, you know, now that we know what we're going to do, how are we going to get after it? How are we going to execute? And they start thinking through, what are the issues that you're going to have to address to get the right kind of execution in your organization? What are your people thinking about the project that you're asking them to do, or the tasks that you're asking them to do? What hurdles, obstacles, uh, objections could people possibly have? And then they develop a plan to take people with them that really deals with those issues and gets people engaged to get after it. One of the other things I think is important is viewing how somebody simplifies a topic that might be complex and then break it down so people understand not only this is something we can actually get done, but it's not going to be as difficult as we once thought it was. So I also love seeing how leaders simplify things for folks on their team to get the alignment and buy-in they need to move forward. Cool. That's an excellent point. I wish I would have said it myself. I mean, it's absolutely true. You know, you have to simplify the complex. Absolutely. All right. Question number three. Like Yum Brands, Wyndham has hundreds of franchisees all over the world. And in this scenario, you don't have complete control, right? In a franchisee situation, you don't have total power. So you have to use influence skills to get people to do what you want them to do. David, what have you learned about how to influence others? 
Cool. That's a great question. And it's one that I actually wrote a book on. It's called Taking People With You. And, and you know, one of the first things I talk about is you got to get your mindset right. You, you've got to believe in other people and you got to really believe in them before they're going to believe in you. And you got to believe that if you get people working together, you're going to unleash the power of people and you're always going to come up with a better result. And then you got to put a process together that gets everybody on the same page. And that starts with sharing everything you know about a particular situation or business with others and then asking people what they would do. And when you don't have ultimate power, that's when it's the most important. I remember when I turned around KFC with my team, we went out and we worked with our franchisees and I shared with them everything I knew about the business. And I asked them this simple question, what would you do if you were me? And then they came back and they gave me all kinds of ideas that I already wanted to do. And the good news was now it became their idea and they got behind it, you know. But I really very much uh, believe that, you know, you got to be confident enough to share what you know and ask people what they think and then listen to them. If you really want to have great influence skills, say, hey, you know what? You said this and we're doing this because of it. And once people know they're heard, man, that gets them really fired up. Now, sometimes they're going to tell you something that you don't really agree with. Then to really have great influence with them, you've got to hash it out. You got to have productive conflict and so that you can actually get to the right solution. And the final thing I'd say as a leader, if you're going to really influence others, you better walk the talk. You know, a lot of times leaders think people judge you by your intentions. And that's not the case at all. They judge you by your actions and people are watching what you do. And if you're going to get real influence over people who you don't necessarily have power over, you better do what you say. David, you did write a book on it. And we also just produced a course on taking people with you as well. And we teach some of these same concepts in that online course, how to get your mindset right, how to influence other people and really understand what makes them tick so that you can get their buy-in around a big initiative, what you have to do to align a team around a big goal and actually put a plan together to get there, how you overcome objections that they will have. All of these things we teach in that course. And if you just go to How Leaders Lead, Dot com and click get access, you'll be able to get access for free to that course and you'll learn the taking people with you framework and you will learn what it takes to influence other people. So grab access to that course. It's totally free and I know that you're going to love it. That wraps our episode of Three More Questions. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of How Leaders Lead. We're on a mission to make the world a better place by developing better leaders. And if you carve out a little time with us each and every week, we'll help you build the confidence you need to lead well. That's right, Kula, and we're going to just keep it coming. Tune in Thursday for my conversation with Lindsay Chepkema, co-founder and CEO of Casting.